1: You're listening to the RAP podcast, the Welsh Regional Rugby Appreciation Pod, where we try to cover all the important issues on and off the field in Welsh regional and national rugby. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, all of that information is at the end, so you'll just have to bear with us and get to that bit. In the meantime, enjoy this week's show. Hello and welcome to another uh, RAP podcast, the Welsh Regional Rugby... Appreciation podcast. Apparently, are we going to stick with A for appreciation, boys? No, that Carwin's not here, Are we? Are we going to stick with it? Joining me as always, Jamie from the Dragons. Reese <laughs> is back from uh, from his trips away to Baby Sham Tasting Weekend from from Cardiff. <laughs> uh, how are we, gents? Are we, are we going to stick with A for Appreciation podcast? Why not? Yeah, why not? I'm okay
2: fine yeah. with it.
0: Yeah, I'm all right with it. It, it's useful for the name in there, rap.
1: I can't think of anything else that'll go in there. It, it genuinely <laughs> didn't mean anything to start with, and and then I was going to put argumentative or something, but it just kind of rap makes a word. Right there we go. We'll we'll do that and away we go. But yeah, it's getting that way. The more we
2: get stuck into
1: Twitter, isn't it? You know. Oh, let's let's avoid yes. talking about Twitter tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Twitter's a no-go zone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody does follow us on Twitter and you want to follow us on Mastodon, then we're on there as well, and we're on Facebook. And we're uh, life's a bit calmer on Mastodon and on Facebook. It's a little bit more kind of mellow. There's there's no fireworks going off on it. But, um, yeah, so so we just explained to everyone listening that we're going to do two this week, because it's trying to cram everything into one... Podcast this week would have just been insane, and we wouldn't have had a chance to do everything. So, um, so we've kind of we're going to do one at the start of the week, and just going to focus on the regional rugby for for this one because obviously the WRU are meeting. So we're recording this on Monday night. This will go out Tuesday morning. At some point on Tuesday, WRU are going to do the review, the meeting, the blah blah blah. And we're kind of expecting something to happen Tuesday or Wednesday. So we'll have a chat about the Wales situation in another pod on Wednesday when we have another guest lined up, which will be lovely. So no guests lined up this evening. Plus, we're one down. Carwin uh, has had to go and have uh, his nails done or his hair or um, maybe the doctor from the uh, sexual transmitted disease clinic has phoned again and got an emergency appointment. Who knows? Who knows what Carwin gets up to? But um, yeah, so Carwin can't be with us this evening. So before we crack on with our usual things, gents, um, feels kind of right to just mention Jolly Weir. Um Absolutely. Who, Passed away on, on on Saturday, um, yeah. Just uh, kind of did more after the game than he than he. I mean, he was a great player and you know British Lion and and did a lot in the game. And then kind of when people finish the game, they kind of tend to disappear or they might become a pundit or whatever. And I think because uh, you know, developing motor neuron disease and then setting up the foundation and doing so much after the game he kind of became a more of a personality after the game than he was in the game sort of a thing was not he and, and
0: yeah absolutely it's really sad news isn't it i mean when the news broke on saturday you know we all raging about Wales, but it did sort of put everything into perspective and yeah a great player i remember dodgy as a player who's brilliant and you know he was one of rugby's true characters and i don't think rugby has many of those and it's a very sad day um for the for the game you know he's only 52 that's no age, is it? You know, fifty-two that's years hard. old. So it's it's amazing. so so sad. Yes, to see condolences to his friends and family, very sad news, mm.
1: And so obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's now going to happen with the foundation and with, you know, they're they're talking about commemorative games and and this that and the other. And I just hope that you know his memory. I've seen lots of of people when they're they're doing. Um, they they attribute to him, kind of saying, you know, we, we'll 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 keep your memory alive and we'll keep the foundation going because he started something that is 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 gonna it's got to build momentum it's it's got to do something it, they have to find a cure for it somewhere at some point you you know and by that's the best kind of way to remember him really isn't it is is to go and support that foundation and actually do something. So, yeah, I, I hope something bigger comes from it. And uh, like I said, it's a, it's a crap time to to lose someone. But um, hopefully we can, the rugby family, like we, we like to think of ourselves, can do something positive out of it. So,
2: yeah. Just to measure the man, he he wrote, he wrote, raised like absolute millions for uh, multi-neurons disease and uh, for his research and stuff like that. And when he was given his diagnosis, he was given, um, and I was in 2016, wasn't it? And he was given like two years to live and he lasted six. And to me, he just like went against all expectations, campaigned the, the whole time. And I thought that something I saw this week was, um, did you see uh, Martin Bayfield on his rugby programme? On,
0: yep.
2: uh, I did, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I was, you know, I, I had tears in my eyes watching him when he was saying yeah. like, "the family, we'll be there for you" and things like that. And yeah. that's, that's lovely to hear. And, and when when dad was on the pitch and stuff like that like, before the All Blacks, did you see that? Like, and the, the two yeah. captains went up, uh, mm. and the, the teams behind them, to, the and they were they were both a bit in awe, like the the Scottish captain. Like, was very familiar with his family, clearly, and was, there was lots of embraces going on. But uh, why yeah. not? He uh, was a bit in you know, awe, wasn't he? Like,
0: and so, Absolutely. Like, you know, Doddy was well respected and well loved in the rugby world. And it, it is a very sad day you know, mm-hmm. for, for rugby. His death mm-hmm. was a very, very sad day.
1: So, saying that, then we shall raise a, So, we haven't done beer of the week yet. So, we will kick off beer of the week by raising a pint and raising a glass to Doddy. All the best to Dolly in his memory. Cheers, boys. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers. So those of you listening won't have been able to see us, you know, raising a glass, and you won't be able to see Reese. What the fuck was in that in that glass, mate? Because that didn't well, look normal at all.
2: This this week, like it's it's only Monday, so it's only the one glass. But I've gone for uh, the and rum
0: and coke. <laughs> rum and coke. Hey, hey saw it. You can tell Cardiff have had a good win over there. Yeah, right. I was going to say was it was in a pint glass, mate. I, I haven't been to bed yet, boys. I've been
2: <laughs>
1: oh. Right, Jamie, what, what, what have you got, mate? I thought that was a pint glass. I thought that was in a pint glass. I thought that kind of looks like a Guinness, but it's not got a head on it. <laughs> you? Jesus, man. Jamie, God what have you dear.
0: got, mate? Right, this beer was bought for me by my dad. You bought it in Raglan Garden Centre. And um, it's from Glamorgan Brewery, and it's called Dead Canary. I don't know if you can see that.
1: I can't see that one. The fact that it's bought in a garden centre gives it a little bit of quality already, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, it's it's called Dead Canary. It's a West Coast IPA. It's 5%. And it says, Dead Canary is a well-hopped West Coast IPA with a properly refreshing bitter finish. Brewed to honor cold mine canaries that made the ultimate sacrifice. So there is a story and a narrative to it, and um, it's not bad, I have to say. It's not a bad pint. I'll have a look at that, cool. Yeah, yeah. Dead Canary is called.
1: Well, Carwin has sent through uh, um, uh, a drink that he's allegedly <laughs> having this evening while he's having his hair and nails done. Um, it's called the, the Thirsty Ferret. Which is an amber ale and looks like it's from the the Badger Brewery or something like that. We, we can just see the thing there, but uh, yeah, the thirsty ferret. It sounds like the sort of thing that Carwin would drink. To be fair, so, yes. So He's my tasty. one right was so it, I was clear. It, I went to a Christmas fair on uh, yesterday we have like a every year we have like a Christmas fair and there's always like loads of craft deals and all of that it. So I thought they'd do a little bit of preparation and I'd clear out the drinks cabinet and get rid of like all the half drunk stuff. And uh, I found some beer that I had for Christmas last year <laughs> that I hadn't, I hadn't drunk at all. So this one came in a pack. It was, it was like one of those British beer things Um Wainwright's Golden Beer so I don't think it's Welsh which I'm a little bit ashamed of but I can't actually work out where it's from but it doesn't sound Welsh but it's alright, it's not great but it's alright, you know, I could quite happily sit there and get leathered mm-hmm. on it all night but um, yeah it's, I just can't find, <laughs> if it was Welsh, it would have a flag on it and it's going oh, fucking hell, we're Welsh, yes we're Welsh, we make beer <laughs> so so, I did get, um, uh, while I was at the Christmas fair, I got uh, uh, a couple of packs of proper craft ale from, I think it's Caffle Brewery. So, that would be, but i got to wait till Christmas. The, the wife's getting me them for Christmas. So, I bought them, given them to the wife. For her She's giving them to, given to you for Christmas. Back to me. <laughs> That's a,
2: a special and, gift right there.
1: <laughs> it wasn't until I was walking out when I went, Why don't I just buy some more now that I can have in between now and Christmas? Because that makes a lot more sense. But yeah, so that's what that's coming in the new year. So, right, let's let's talk rugby then. Where should we start, boys?
0: We what's the game to start with? There's only one place to start, isn't there? We have to talk about Cardiff, don't we? Beast, you just want to take over the next hour of the podcast? Of
2: course, we have to talk about Cardiff. My god, we have to start there. Do you know what? After watching the Welsh game, I know we're not gonna talk till the next part, but like I was thinking, this is gonna be a miserable weekend. We've got an away game to at sh- Durban to, to play the sharks. I thought I I wasn't hopeful, I gotta be honest. Like I wasn't hopeful. I was hoping that we pull out, you know, um pull out a few tries, maybe like uh, get close to them and stuff like that. But what I witnessed my my wife called me from New Zealand. She's in New Zealand right now, right? And I was I was like this on the phone to her, like yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> like <laughs> to, to, um, it was superb from start to finish. That that and basically what went it for uh, for us was just like decision making and the pack, the pack led by um, them and especially Young. Um, were just awesome but like you know special mentions to like Tamani the front row um were were superb in the tight um uh Ahip had a, an amazing game I thought Dimitri Ahip uh and then the, the players that came on afterwards, like they, they they just they played their part as well. I thought Tamani and Rory Thornton. Rory Thornton's never I've never really rated him that much. Um apart from but he's a, he's a big unit. And him and Tamani in the scrum, I think, really sort of, you know, well, they did they, what they meant to do. They locked it out, didn't they? Um and Rory Thornton is improving, he's getting better, um, and he's you know. I, I don't know what happened to Cardiff yesterday. No, you know, I'll be honest though. I know I'm, and I'm, I'm the first to admit I'm a one eyed supporter. But um...
0: really, that's surprising. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but you know, but Sharks were dreadful. They were dre- they were they, I'm not sure if it was the conditions. I'm not sure. It, it, you mean? I know they've lost some players to the Springboks and stuff like that. But still, usually they've got the squads to put one over on the Welsh regions. Um, but they were awful. Like it typified, they took two points that typified the game for me, um, outside of what Thomas Young was doing, smashing them left, right, and centre all over the park. Um, one was um, the full-back dropping the ball and Ray Lilo, uh, who chased it up, showing still a bit of pace, yeah. center, jumping on the ball and leading to Young's try. And then right to the death when they were battering on our line, um, I think it was. Um, it, it, both of them went in, but uh, oh, one of the props went in as well uh, and stole the ball back and got the penalty right at the death. Yeah, right and that a five the game for me. But all the way mm. through, I thought Jared Evans was making. He, he was a bit shaky to start with. Um, he well. um, played well. Played well. And the, the the dummy when he held the pass to put Ben Thomas um, was just. Oh, it was just top draw. And at the end, I was I was speaking to some. Uh, like boys, like and stuff like that, and watch the game. He's like, I, I don't know what to do with these feelings, man. <laughs> yeah. Away, like, like when you're so certain that you're going to lose in a place, like, yeah. you know, it's horrible to say, isn't it? But, uh, but I wasn't expecting to be the chance. No. i not like, them. i beating them with a bonus point victory.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. Look, to be fair, right? you you got to put tribalism aside sometimes. And you go hold your hands up and say, "Well done, Cardiff! That was an outstanding result. Not only to go to do and beat the sharks in the first place, but to nil them—actually nil them at all—and." (laughs) You know, I, don't, know. Game, <laughs> can I we, don't Can we can we oh, just wind Reese
1: up. up? Can we wind Reese up for a couple of minutes and just tell oh, him it was because of the conditions or they were missing <laughs> they a can't. play? Can we just have a couple of minutes of watching that smile just kind of like sink yeah. a little and yeah, then just go.
2: recede?
0: Yeah, <laughs> as, as as brilliant as Cardiff were, right? We, we have got to talk about the sharks because. Yeah. They were yeah. absolutely abysmal. Right? It was almost oh, as yeah. if their players. had have never played in the wet before. I mean, it was Keystone Cop stuff at times. It was awful. Mm. And what's funny for me is seeing the fallout of it. So after the game, you had the Shark CEO coming out and apologising to fans. Mm. You know, they've actually right. apologised to supporters. Tonight, the news has broke. They've sacked their coach. Mm. They've sacked really? Sean Everett. Yeah, because yeah, they they, well, yeah, I mean, losing yeah. it home to Cardiff, for wow. now, that's a sackable of offence, mate.
1: Imagine the reaction if they lost at home to the Dragons or Zebra. I
0: mean, jeez. Oh, the whole board would have resigned. <laughs> they,
2: they just blow the stadium up and start again. Fuck <laughs> gone. The whole team would but, be um, gone. They'd move it. They'd yeah, bring the team. It's, um, <laughs> it's
0: It's a huge fallout because of this result. I mean, it, it is shocking. It was really embarrassing and shocking if you're a Sharks fan. But how good was it to see a Welsh team putting a performance like that when there's a lot of doom and gloom in Welsh rugby yeah, you know that's all I've kept hearing about how terrible the regions yeah. are how shit everything is and to get a win like that on a let's be honest a depressing week actually for Welsh sport if you're talking about the yep. World Cup as well yeah. it was the boost the shot in the arm that Welsh rugby needed That whether you're a Cardiff fan or not
2: you know no, that's absolutely. my
0: personal take on it and it, it was it was a fantastic win. Take my hat off to Cardiff. I mean, it it was superb credit worth doing you know Thomas Young. I mean, my god, he's superb, isn't he? You know, I know oh everyone is saying he should yeah. be in the Welsh squad and people and even Reese Carey, but the thing is, not having him in the Welsh squad has helped Cardiff. Yes, you know, there is an advantage of yeah. always having yeah. all your internationals on duty for Wales, you know. So uh, it it's been a big advantage to Cardiff and you know, I was, was
2: well we we've 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 kept those internationals, but the, yeah. the, the squad boys have fronted up as well. So like they you're only yeah. thornton and um I thought uh Belcher the hooker played really well. Yeah. He got a couple of turnovers yeah. and he was uh yeah. while he was on and he could, he took a batter in as well, like he was he's putting his body on the line everywhere because they had they had to wipe a couple of bloods
0: off him uh throughout the game. It was a team uh, effort though, wasn't it? For one yeah, to massively, fifteen and you can affect 20. everybody. Yeah play their part in it. But, you know, Thomas Young is superb. And, you know, I was just thinking about Da Young. I threw the tweet just, you know, for a laugh saying, you know, cause for him to be the next Wales coach. And, uh, you know, it's quite funny seeing people's reaction. But do you know what? I've always liked Di I, Di the Young. Red Dats, I read right? Yeah. I, oh, some people were probably losing their shit. They actually thought <laughs> they were serious. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I've always admired Dai Young. No, I have. but I've always said I'd have him at the Dragons in a heartbeat. And it is funny with Cardiff fans. So i will to be honest. So one minute... They're slagging off die criticising, you know, he's got to go, he's this and that. Now he's the Messiah again. And no doubt they uh, he'll swing back again. But I, I do like Dai Young. I think he's a really good coach. And, you know, Cardiff are the best team in Wales. Like it or not, they are the best team in Wales. And they are playing some brilliant rugby, you know?
1: but I think when you look at... I, I'm not a fan of, of, of Dai Young, but you look at the squad that they built around, you know, some of the key players that they had there already... And the players they brought in have done really well to kind of boost things up. And they've also been able to bring a couple of the young players through. And, and you don't need a lot of young players. You just need one or two players to come through each year. And all of a sudden mm. you start, you know, if you get two players, two junior players coming up and, and joining your senior team every year, you know, mm. you're turning that team over every seven years. Well, that's a whole career. You just keep that going. Everyone's sorted. So I think the players that they brought in and the youngsters that they brought through have, have kind of combined really, really well. The, the the bit that I was impressed with was with the variety that they played with. Like, yeah. you, you would expect it was absolutely honking it down and it was windy and you could see, you could see that the sharks were rattled and then there'd, there'd be a kick to the corner with a, with an excellent kick chase and then the next time you think, Oh, well, are they just kicking to the corner, and then no all right it's going out, and then there's crash balls. Do you know what I mean? It it wasn't uh it wasn't a one system kind of a game. They constantly kept them thinking so they could never get into a comfortable defending pattern. So there was always space somewhere. And I, I just thought that that was the best bit of that game where you never really they, the Sharks never felt comfortable. You could and just see this. Making oh, the, saying saying the off.
2: Making with mm. what was in front of them. Like, whether, whether there was a couple of times when, um, uh, uh, like the commentator said, kick the ball, you're the space, and he did, during like, uh, um, from scrum uh, mm. half. and then you have players like Cabango tearing up after this, mm. this as he's the next level fast, like, get it um.
0: Mm -hmm. Too many handling errors from the Sharks as well. Like I said, they did not manage the conditions. You know, it's, it's their conditions, it's their home ground. And they just couldn't get a grip. on there Cardiff. I mean, they did say in the after game that uh, yeah. they brought the weather with them. You know, it's Welsh weather, and they did play into Cardiff's hands. And they managed to just like against the Stormers, mate. There was horrible conditions then. at Cardiff Arms Park. they beat I'm the Stormers. Why? Man. Because yeah, all right, let we'll just pack yeah. it in. he was <laughs> <laughs> <Shimmer> down, Tom, <laughs> he out down. himself. Oh, he's loving it, didn't he? But they managed the conditions better, and that's what Cardiff had done. Fair play. They love playing in the wet, don't they? I mean, they want to hope it pisses down every day, you now for them, <laughs> yeah. don't they? You know. It's going to lead to results like that. young Youngin
1: is rain dance. I tell you what, did you like all four games? The size of the stadiums out
0: there—can
1: you imagine those stadiums full for a home game? You know, apparently the the um, a couple of the games at the end of last season, the Stormers and Bulls or whatever it was—like those stadiums are full, and you're like a home game, sixty odd thousand people there. To watch a home game in in the URC, you know that that's if you're coming up through the ranks and you're going, you know, oh, do I want to play in South Africa? You know, do I want to play URC or do I want to play Gallagher Premiership? And then you look at a stadium that size full, and you go, oh, I'm going to stick with the URC. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going I, to I actually um, they need to be was, full
2: though.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to mention this actually because. You know, one of the criticisms that's always levelled at the regions about their home attendances, and mm. I've got to say, if you look at the attendances of Africa, they are fairly poor. I mean, it doesn't help that they played in really big stadiums, you know. But, I, you know, I watched um, Lions-Dragons. I mean, it was an almost empty stadium. Yeah, now, there's yeah, several no, reasons sure, yeah, for that. Sure. There's several reasons for that. You know, some mm. a couple of Lions fans on my Twitter mentioned saying that... um you know, it's in a really rough part of town and, you know, it's the wrong time of year and it's the opposition. There was all these excuses. But, you know, when people are quick to criticise our attendances, you've got to look South Africa and you're thinking, well, something's not working there. You know, have they, have they bought into the URC yet? You know, you've got to It was point, very worrying, it? attendance.
2: When, when you haven't got like um, sites like, you know, the Highlanders or the Chiefs going over and, yeah. and you know, they're standing in World Rugby as, as yeah. entities. Um and you've got
0: somebody who's meant to be clearly struggling coming over. Yeah. But with Cardiff, ev- what away. you will say about Cardiff, right? Everyone knows Cardiff, don't they? Everyone in the rugby world knows Cardiff. They're a big brand, a big name in rugby. But I guess if you're South Africa and you know, and you don't really follow rugby that closely, you're fine thinking, Who the hell are the dragons? Mm. Who are the Ospreys? Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that is part of the problem, right? the opposition, I don't know but um, I, I just thought it was quite telling the, the attendances, not just this round, but in previous rounds they haven't been great in South Africa but that's a debate for another day, that's for South African uh, be Twitter to debate or pod, whatever yeah, that's for them to, uh, we'll I don't get drawn into yeah. that
1: We'll let you kick off the debate on Twitter and that, Jim, and we'll we'll sit back and just kinda of watch.
0: We, you, you crack oh. on
1: with that one, fella. So I'll IP
0: my mentions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's Let's move away from the, uh, the Cardiff game before Reese's face actually
0: Aww. cracks
1: in two from the size of the smile. <laughs> God, no, right. Is there anything
0: <laughs> else you cut... want to mention, please?
2: Yeah, is there anything on, else yeah. you
0: want to talk about this game? This is yeah. your moment now. Am
2: I not allowed to? Once this is over, like, am I not allowed to? <laughs> Do it now. It now. You, okay, you mentioned um, a couple of things. You mentioned some of the, the, the youngsters coming on. Like we got some like good boys coming through the ranks as well, like a Bengals, like, uh and Ben Thomas. Uh, um,
0: yeah.
2: Two who are more of, like mainstays now uh, mm-hmm. in that side. We've got players like the full-back coming through. We've got Teddy Williams Do you remember Owen Williams, the flanker that played for the Bridgen first, but then played for Cardiff for years and years? Yeah. In um, Wales, yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he had like one or two caps, didn't he? Yeah, I think, yeah. Not, I think uh, he played one season,
2: sure. so yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, he's he's coming through, Like, mean, he looks like a, a unit. We've got some scrum hours coming through, and um, that's what we have to do in Wales, isn't it? We have to rely on what's coming through in the academies and things like that at the moment, especially with the money uh, uh, the way it is and not being uh, told what we can spend and can't. Um, and it's nice seeing like that, and that's something that's happening across the board, isn't it? Just through necessity, like you see in the All Four regions, like you, know, like, like you know real dire in the the well Welsh side now for the Dragons, you know. And um, some of the the, the boys you've got um coming through like um uh, the the oh you
0: scrum half uh, Lee uh, Shay Hope Shay Hope yeah oh for yeah uh, for
1: the Dragons yeah yeah She
0: Hope yeah yeah we, uh, yeah yeah got, so, um,
1: uh Archie coming through. Archie Oh God, what's his name? Archie. I should know this. My bloody son went to um play school with him. Uh, to play group with him. Uh Archie Hughes. Archie Hughes. Okay. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, when when he's playing with Costello, it looks like we've got little two little Milky Bar kids on the pitch. that's <laughs> <definitely laughs> what they look like. The Milky Bar to you. <laughs> So, are you done with, with Cardiff now? Have you, have you filled I'm your happy, glass? Boys. With
2: Cardiff. I'm happy. I've
0: been happy since. Well, <laughs> <laughs> from for
2: that. <laughs> you, that can can <laughs> you should have seen my Facebook. Like that. That's just like covered all my feed. It's just like cat, 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 not The the oh, worst bit about
1: yeah, the worst bit about putting it on Facebook is you're going to get to this time next year and you're going to get fucking pasted again, left, right, and centre, and you go, oh, look how good we were last year. Oh, the memory (laughs) comes
2: through, yeah, (laughs) a
1: year ago, yeah. (laughs) I remember when we were good. (laughs) That's what it's like being a Scarlet's fan. When you get all the memories from... When was it? Five seasons ago? Four or five seasons ago. Oh yeah, remember when we were playing in the European Cup? Remember when we made the quarterfinal? Remember when we won this? Remember? (laughs) And it it shows up every week. And then you're sitting there going like, I remember when it was good. Those those were the days. They were happy days. (laughs) So should we do Ospreys next? Seeing as Carwin's not here to defend himself, should we give Ospreys a right shoe-in or should we give them a proper kind of the respect that they're due? Because they had 40, 15 players out if you if you count injuries from players who were selected for the Welsh squad. So they've effectively got a whole team out. So yeah. whatever they took to to South Africa actually stood up and did okay, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. did. Yeah. I didn't see the game live, I have to admit. Um I seen the highlights. And yeah, it it was a tough Experience for the Ospreys, you know, we knew it would be with all them players missing, Hmm. but in fairness to them, they've come away with something because they got a try bonus point.
1: Yeah, they got a point. We'll talk
0: about the Dragons later, we'll talk about the Dragons later for all the endeavour and good work that they showed. We didn't come away with anything,
1: Hmm.
0: so credit to the Ospreys for fighting to the end. Because at one point, it did look like from the highlights they saw that they were going to completely slaughter the Ospreys. You know, I know he was forty three, twenty six. But it looked like it was going to be very, very ugly. Um, but, but fair play to them. Very
2: good tries as well, isn't it? Some of the tries he did. Um, yeah. That one started without. Was it? Uh, I'm uh, Kieran Williams, the centre.
0: Yeah, yeah, he looked good as well.
2: Like I, good. I said,
0: yeah. Uh, I didn't good. see the full game, but on the highlights, he looked very, very good, Kieran mm. Williams. I like him because there's a touch of Scott Gibbs about them, isn't there? You yeah, know, exactly. so I not, think. Not I think. I think yeah, that's a I'm size sure he is. Yeah. he's quite yeah.
1: short, quite stocky. So he's got a low center of gravity. So when when you think he's going down actually he's not. He's yeah. still got an upward trajectory in there and I think he's he's very good at making the extra yeah. yards after that first contact just cuz he's so difficult to bring down
2: because he's he's well it's like he scored one. isn't it that was like that isn't it he just kept yeah. going and going yeah and then exactly
1: he and he he's a strong powerful. he, he did come through it, um last season and then he kind of disappeared for a while but you know fair play to him even you know jack Walsh, made a he, he made a couple of errors but then kind of recovered it didn't you know sometimes when somebody makes an error and it, it they give away a try or it's that sort of a thing it can affect them and a bit, I was impressed with the Jack Wash yeah, he made a couple of errors to start with and he's still a young kid. But yeah. actually he's he it didn't affect him. He 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 regained his composure, he got back in. Mm. And you know when when we were talking to Mike Ruddock, he was talking about how you, you, you have to sometimes you have to go through the, the treacle, the slow bits, you've got to yeah. kinda of build your momentum and build that squad and you know you kind of get that feeling that a lot of us are all kind of going through that system at the same time we've had to restart everything after covid and and start again and start to build the the momentum and and you can see it's coming which must be frustrating as hell if you're an osprey supporter because you can kind of see little bits of it you can see it every now and again and then you see a Six foot seven bloody man mountain that looks like a bloody gorilla or whatever, just running straight through people. And you go, Wow, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, that's they're some big boys, you know, they had some massive, massive boys. And you get, you know, they're, they're running at some of the Ospreys players who were just out of academy. And you know, it's it's that's you no, know, that's, a, that's a steep learning curve for those boys to to go through. But it's got to be done. You know?
0: Yeah. He looks a talented player, does need that job. rush. at the end of the day, of mm-hmm. course, he's going to make mistakes because he's young and inexperienced. But you can tell he's got talent. I saw him down at the Dragons and I thought he was very good. I know he missed touchdown on one instant. But other than that, I thought he's got something about him and Osprey's got to stick with him. You know, I think he's mm-hmm. a talented player. But, uh, you know, from an Osprey's point, of view, like I said, you are disappointed at that scoreline. But if I was an Osprey, I'd be thinking, I've come away with a point yeah? You know, yeah. They, they have come away with something. Like, it may not look good on the scoreboard, but. It's better than nothing.
2: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Going away to the bowls and coming back yeah. with a
0: foot leg, innit? it? And the way the bowls were playing as well. Doing
2: mm-hmm. this, you know,
1: well end, like. But when well, you put all of it together, you know, the amount of players that they were missing, the players that they took down there, yeah, everything is feeling a little bit crap at the minute. And like you say, to come away with something is, it, you've got to take that as a positive. As well as there were positives in the... Uh, In the game, you know there were bits in the game that worked really well for the Ospreys. What the fuck am I doing? I'm saying praise in the Ospreys here, boys. Do you
2: know what I was thinking? The same thing. I think think we're all taking a leaf out of Jamie's book now, isn't it? I I have to to say nice things about the Ospreys, but but, (laughs) everything I've said is true. But it doesn't come naturally.
0: Well, (laughs) one thing I will say though about the Ospreys, right? It's it's not going to get easier now because, of course, they got the Sharks next. Oh, they've had a lot of that we've, we've, we've spoken about them there's going to be a huge backlash coming mm. right? there's talk about the likes of Sia Khaleesi Ibn coming back into the team so they're going to respond because yeah. they've been humiliated by Cardiff and they are going to want to respond so Ospreys are going to face a baptism of fire there so they really That's need to front up
1: I was going to say, they're going to bring the the South African national players straight back in, aren't they? That's and what I
0: read in South Africa Rugby Magazine. They say yeah. they may. I don't know for certain, but I would say, after that embarrassing performance and result, they wouldn't surprise me if they chucked them straight back in. And, yeah. you know, they go got to respond to that, haven't they? You know? So, uh, good luck, yeah. Ospreys. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you look at the pack that the Ospreys put out, and, you know, it's, it was quite a, a weak... Not a weak pack, but that's where most of their players have gone from. You can see that yeah. back, you know, you look how many appearances the back line had had and you go, well, I, you know, 20 odd appearances each and then one or two lower and a couple higher, you know, that's, that's a decent enough kind of a back line. And then you look at, at the, the pack. And I think the most experienced, um, what's his name? The second row was the only one in double figures, um, Bradley oh, Davis. Bradley Davis, that's him. I thought he yeah. retired. I, I genuinely thought he retired. I saw his name on, the, going, on the sheet He's still going, yeah. And I thought, Crikey, give him a wheelchair, man. But um, yeah, fair play. You know, they stuck at it, but it's like you say, that sharks. And there are some big boys. There are some big boys in South Africa. I, I didn't no
0: big. All these all these teams have big packs. The Lions got a big pack. It's, yeah. it's not easy, it's their physicality and the sheer. Because they, they are big men and we don't have big men in Wales, do we? No. We don't have enough of them anyway, you know. Well, we don't produce no, them. That,
2: like. That's it. We we got a couple, but not enough. Not we don't breed them. Like they do yeah, we? Yeah, we don't produce them. No. We just don't. T- did a couple of th- Sorry to mention Cardiff, but like. Uh, but, <laughs> oh no, yeah, you're, you're not. No, you you're not. Your I'm going to mention Cardiff again.
0: <laughs> you, we had, you had you your moment. Don't keep <laughs> on about <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> but uh, when the fact was together, I think
2: I think what we're going to do. Like I remember like um. But like Japan back in the nineties and the nineties, when when the when the, the scrum half put the ball in in the scrum, it'd be whipped back to the number eight faster than you've ever seen, isn't it? And out, you know, because they knew that the uh, everybody else's pack was going to put a shove on them and possibly get the ball back. And the coach did that a couple of times. I I thought on um, uh, at the game sort of thing where where the ball went in and it was at the number eight, it was at both of feet. Um, you know, before before he,
0: yeah, you know, you could uh, say uh, three shakes of a monkey's tail. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about the Ospreys now, Reese. Yeah, I know yeah, the Ostrace yeah.
2: Ostrace <laughs> yeah. And that's what you're gonna do against these. big uh, That's what you're gonna uh... do against these. You've
1: you just no shame with him at all. It's just like <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to
2: upset you, boys, but I'm a supporter of the best region. You know, you we, know. we could be talking. Our about this. know this. <laughs>
1: We could be talking about Munster and Connacht and you go, yeah. Now, similar thing in the Cardiff game. (laughs) Let me tell you about that.
2: (laughs) My Um... my daughter, she's she's only 11, she says... Dad's going to be talking about this for a while. <laughs> like she
0: like... She's right, isn't she? Fair play, she's
1: right. right. Yeah, <laughs> next, oh, week, next week can't come round soon enough,
2: mate. Might... Oh, I Get think that's going to be a rude awakening for us, like against that both sides. Eh?
1: Well, I don't know. This is always the thing with um, Cardiff and Die Young, It's just consistency.
0: Yes, absolutely. You, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, You're either... Really, really good, and you know, things are working, and it's great. And then you can put the same team out the week after, yep, and it just all falls to shit. And, and last I season,
2: why. the same team beat Leinster, got battered by Benetton. Do you mean, like, it's, you know, and they're a good side, don't get me wrong, isn't it?
1: But, but yeah, I bet you don't want to talk about that Benetton game and- as much as you want to talk about the Sharks, but yeah.
2: No, 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 not really. No. <laughs> I nearly gave up my season ticket after watching it. But <laughs> then uh, yeah. the same thing happens every summer. I just start watching. All oh, right, they they signed that guy over. Yeah, I'm gonna get
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on to uh, to the dragons then. So, Jane, you you got like a good five minutes here, all on your own, mate. Off you go. Give it, give it both barrels.
0: Well, if you look at what happened at Cardiff. I <laughs> so just getting it? in every so <laughs> ready like you know expected to come back to Cardiff at some point mate I'm um, watching I'm watching for the
2: inn I'm watching <laughs> for the inn <laughs> no, well, you not, should have I done is what Cardiff
0: did and... oh Christ okay <laughs> <laughs> I think look I mean in all honesty I thought it was a respectable okay. performance of the salt by the dragons I'm actually I, I'm a little bit annoyed you know, because there were some good things in there. But we should have come away with a bonus point, you know, because mm-hmm. we butchered two tries. One was Wainwright, who for some reason just could not catch a ball. Don't know why. He just kept knocking on all game. It was really frustrating. And then there was our chance in the second half of Moriarty, who for all the will in the will looked like it was a try, and he just knocked it on. Really it's, frustrating, it's, it's, you know. His hand trying.
1: came underneath it. You, you There's one view, uh, and the hand, just as he's coming down... There's a hand comes like underneath him that looks like it's trying to wrap him, and as it wraps yeah. him, it just knocks the
0: ball and, and knocks it out. It just yeah, it it, sh- it should have been a try, you know. It, it should have been a try, you know. And if he take, you know, if he scored those four tries, you know, we go within seven. That's two bonus points. Then so you get a losing bonus point. You get the try bonus point, And that would have been a great result. But um, no, you know, it was um, like I said, it was it was a decent enough performance. Uh, the, Scrum went as bad as I expected, you know, because the scrum is Dragon's Achilles I know when you've got key players missing, you know, against a big pack like that, you're, you're struggling. Although I will put a word out for James Benjamin, he was his first start as hooker. actually thought he did all right. Yeah, his scrummaging needs work, but, um, you know, his throwing in was good. Um, he was good in the loose. Mm. Um, he was good around the pack, like I said, you know, I'm not entirely sure if this transition to hooker is going to work out for him, but. You know, he did okay, I guess. Um, it was nice to see Shea Hope, nineteen-year-old, given a chance. You know, and he took a try really well. Excellent try, line yeah. break from Steph. It was, it was really well worked. But um, it's it's just little things for the Dragons. You know, it's like if you haven't got a functioning scrum, you can't get foothold in the game. You know, and they fly off. Hendricks is just kicking them over. So he's keep he's keeping the scoreboard ticking over. And every time we go sort of in reach with them. You know, they score another try. So we were, we were always playing catch-up. That was a frustrating thing. Mm. But, um, yeah, you know, overall, disappointing not to come away with anything. It was a good effort. Can't fault them. But uh, it's going to be very difficult next week now against the Stormers. And, mm. and I do fear for Dragons in that game. You know, we, we may have the like of Bradley Roberts back. There's talk about Leon Brown making a return for fitness, Ashton Hewitt. Um, but I, I'm worried about that game. I think that could be ugly. I really do. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see how we go. I'm worried about it.
1: It's it's nice to have the old Jamie back. None of this bollocks about we played well and we won a game. It's good to have the old, oh, we're going to get fucking pasted this week. We, we,
0: I am, it's we the... are. <laughs> I genuinely think we are going to be in for a very tough time. storm. It's an excellent team, I never told them. But... Mm. I just worry about things like the scrum and our discipline. You know, that's what's letting this down. I and mean, we got to be clinical. You know, we butchered opportunities against the Lions. You've got to take your chances. You know, the Dragons could have come away, and they should have come away with something. But that's the most frustrating thing mm-hmm. for me.
1: But if you consider that against last season, you know, we we you wouldn't have been in oh, that position yeah. of of saying, no. "Oh, we we should have come away with it." You know, last season yeah. it was hell. We we held them to fifty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it, yeah. It's quite the the step that you guys have made over the last twelve months. It's quite significant. I don't think you guys see. We I can see it looking in because it's easier to see it in another side. Oh,
0: isn't no, it? I, I agree with you. We we have improved. But like I said, we we would have got battered probably if I was last season against the Lions, and we did get absolutely slaughtered in South Africa last season. And we are improving. We're playing some nice stuff with ball in hand. It's just little things like the set piece. And the discipline and the errors that's what's letting us down in a minute, but we are making strides because that was an incredible performance you know before Cardiff, you know that was the best Welsh performance of the weekend you know it was really good, but um just frustrating because like I said that's a game where we should have got something out of it, and it's just little moments you know little key moments that, that just let us down.
2: But the score at the end, though, that that, that shows like you just carried on and carried on and carried on, isn't it? Like the, the, yeah, the, it, was, it wasn't a dragon side with their heads dropped. Um, no, I think you know the, the pack kept you know as, as as much as they were stuck in the time, they kept yeah. on going and going and going, isn't it? And he might drop the oh, ball, but um, uh, who did you say he didn't play Alan Wainwright, was it? Um But he had a couple of good runs, didn't he? Like and like uh, he and, did, yeah.
1: yeah I think this is the same though with all all regions at the minute it's we've shown that we can play in pieces you know when it, when it's yeah. going well it's going really really well and then we give them the ball and it falls to shit and I think that's kind of consistent <laughs> amongst a lot of us is defence is our our weakness you know we when when we're in control of the game when a when a welsh side is in control of the game and play into strengths, then actually we're cutting people apart, you know. And that that try that you were talking about with Steph Evans, um, uh, Steph Hughes, sorry, and Steph Evans, um, that was, you know, that was a, a really smart miss two pass that pushed Steph outside the outside centre and into a gap, and he just went straight through. Now, that's okay. that's the sort of stuff that you you don't necessarily train for. You don't you don't train to throw a miss two pass. You might throw a miss one, or you might throw a, you know, a slightly longer miss one. But you don't train for a miss two pass. But that's just somebody going. Do you know what? There's the gap, and whack that that ball's going into that gap, and he hit it at pace and was just you know legged it. I, I just thought that that's the sort of thing that you have to then build on. You know, we we can break this game up. And we can we can go forward, and there's something there to build on, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I I think that I I genuinely believe that the dragons are on a much steeper increase in performance than than you give yourselves credit for. And I think next season, all, all four worlds. This season, yes, it is difficult with everything else that's going on. It's difficult. Next season, I'm already looking at next season, and I'm thinking. You know, what? if we keep developing the way we're going, then next season's looking actually quite good.
0: Yeah, minute, we, we are it? making strides under Dyke Flanagan. We are, you know, and
1: yeah, yeah
0: we, we, like that, we, we, when, when our heads end dropping anymore, you mentioned it earlier, you know, in the yeah. past, they've seen so many Dragons games where, you know, they go behind really early, a couple of scores, heads drop, and then they end up getting battered. That's not happening now. We're, yeah. we're fighting back and we, we're a lot more um, resilient and we will give it a good crack though as before. We, mm. we would just fall the pieces, fold the shit. But um a you know, word on Steph, used though three turnovers as well in that game. Okay? Mm. Three turnovers. Yeah, you know yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. According to the URC stats I'm looking at now, you got three turnovers. Mm. So I, he's been a brilliant signing, haven't he? You know, for short term.
1: But the thing is, is he wasn't doing that for us. And, and this is uh, on my on my Scarlet's podcast. I, I I'm not too disappointed that Steph's gone. You should be. No, 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 n- not in that way, yeah, because I think whatever it was, whether it was a system, or I, I think it was the fact that we had Jonathan Davis in front of him and he mm. just wasn't getting the game time because, you know, you always know, no matter what happens, you know, last season, a couple of seasons ago, he was man of steel against, uh, uh, for the British Lions against New Zealand, you know, he was man of the series and that's the guy you've got to knock out the side to get regular game time, do you know what I mean? So, I think going to Dragons has given him that that kind of that spark that that lease of life that you need that that he's been in a position where there's no real avenue for him to get regular game time and now and, he's in a place where
0: summer.
2: he's got the opportunity and that's summer, he was he, the boy that just trained, didn't he? he? Had no contract and just trained like a right, like, yeah. player, and then got picked up. Mm. I think that's going to give you a fright, isn't it? And that's going to make you—you're yeah. basically playing for your career now, aren't you?
0: Like, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's going like, to be interesting to see if he does get kept on full time. Because let's not forget, they got Corey Allen there. He signed him from the Ospreys. He hasn't played rugby since twenty nineteen, and he he's going it. Corey Allen, yeah, <laughs> the... Dragon signed him. And he hasn't made an appearance yet, so you kind of wondering is he ever going to make an appearance in the rugby field again? You know, mm-hmm. but we got Steph Hughes. so maybe a decision might have to be made there. Unless Corey Allen can, yeah, you know, I hope he can. I hope Koyan can make his return back to the field. He was a talented player, but um, you know, they got a decision to make. I think you know, if it's a choice between keeping Corian and Stafu, and I know it was a bit cruel, but you know, yeah. with tight budgets well, tight, you've got to make a decision.
2: It was quality when he first came uh, first burst out of the blocks uh,
0: with us like Oriana. He, yeah. he was really good He just played by injury his whole career. Yes, it's a shame because he's like been a really good player, Oriana. Yeah, played, you know a couple of good games but, for Wales as well, didn't he? He well, did, but uh, he had a uh, hat-trick in the World Cup against Uruguay, I remember, <laughs> but um, yeah, just very sad. I hope he gets his career back on track, but we'll yeah, sure. see what happens. Well,
1: this will give you an idea of the way the game is going now, that um so you saw we signed um what's his name? Sam Wainwright. Yeah, Scarlet signed Sam Wainwright. Yeah. Day after yeah. um one of the, the fringe players in the in the Scarlets retired. Yeah, 27. And that was he, um
0: sorry it was Josh Helps, wasn't there? Yeah Josh Helps.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay. Who I will say I've met is a very nice guy. Um he's a local boy from down here. Um but it, again, he had a couple of nasty injuries that just kind of never repaired. Never really made the breakthrough. Again, with him, he's got to get through Sam Lousey and Vaya Fafita to get a, a starting position in the second uh, in the second row. And then you've got the price points at six foot six, and he's six foot three. You know, it was always going to be difficult for him. But this is what I think we will start to see now, where Wainwright comes in. We've only got a set budget, so you know this. We know that this is the time of year. Even with all the funding and what have you, there are still conversations going on about we're keeping you or we're not keeping you. Do you know what I mean? That there are going to be certain players that, no matter what the budget is, are going to go next year because they don't fit into the coach's program. They're not going to. They're just not going to be there next year. And I think Josh helps fit it into that. And I think he just went right. He's come in trying to get rid of players and money. Somebody must have said to him, "You know, have a have a little bit of money in the back pocket and off you go, fella." And I think we'll see more of that as as the season goes on, with people just you know retiring from rugby. And I think that's the way it's got to be for the next couple of seasons. Where,
0: but no need, see- no need, sorry, no need. That mind. Don't forget, the regions still don't know their budgets. So they are players. Okay. that are left in limbo because they don't know yep. what they're going to do. It's okay for the international players; they know yep. they're going to get re-signed. But yep. for those squad players, those club players, well, they don't know what their future is at the moment. They yep. don't that's know if they're the going to have a job or not it? next season. That's really important to yes. to know that. So really you know.
1: Well, we'll talk about that on on the Wednesday podcast because yeah. that's more to do with. The WIU and and what have you? Yeah, yeah. Just saying that's all. Yeah, yeah. That. No, I agree with you, mate. So, Reese, is there anything to do with the Dragons game that you want to relate back to the Cardiff game now? <laughs> before we move on to the Scarlets game, and you can relate well, the Scarlets. I, game I, I did
2: notice. I did notice on, on the URC um, app uh, when I looked at the squads, like just to check, like who scored the tries and stuff like that. I saw Matthew Screech there in his Cardiff uh, rugby top. On, on a... <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna find a way, isn't he? he's gonna and find Steph a way. His top on the, on yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good to
0: have Screech back, by the way. I'm happy about that. Yeah, he's it. No, we we need he's,
2: a, I, tell you, I was going to ask you, like, because uh, the Screech is like a hundred and ten percent player, isn't he? Like he throws himself about. The yeah. Lap. He might not have the, the physical attribute of single uh, yeah. runs and stuff like that, but he, he does. He does have a go in it. And when I was watching he uh, Lewis Jones. Who used to be with, with us. What what do you think of Lewis Jones? Because like, he's another hundred and ten percent like player. He used to play for us like and you know four times. Um but he, and he was he came he comes through cards all the way through, but he mm. was always like he, he'd he get up, he'd batter somebody, he'd get back down. He did have the talents of maybe other scrum ads, but he was always hundred and ten Percent and a nasty player sometimes
1: as well. What what Reese is saying to you there, Jamie, is that your success is because (laughs) they've been through Cardiff. That's, of course,
0: uh, (laughs) another (laughs) Cardiff connection, another Cardiff thing. He could help himself. (laughs) On on Lewis (laughs) Johnson, oh, yeah,
2: whatever.
1: When Cardiff lose, you're having his back, mate.
0: (laughs) We spoke about we spoke about Lewis Jones before, and I yeah. I don't rate him personally. Yeah, um, but they they wow. had to play him in South Africa because Rodri Williams had an injury. Um, yeah. I think it's too much to ask a nineteen-year-old to just step up like that in a you know South Africa. But Lewis Jones is well, yes, he's a decent enough player. He's third choice, you know, with Betrano and Williams is there. But uh, going back to Screech, though, so I am pleased he's back because. He was excellent for the Dragons in this stint, you know. And let's not forget, he won the Pro 14 Ironman Award. Remember that? Remember when he yeah. won that for playing the most minutes? Yeah. He, yeah. he was yeah. brilliant. Didn't... He was playing almost every game, every minute. He was outstanding. He was really, yeah, so really good. He... He's not international standard, but...
1: He did have a cap, though, didn't he? He, he had, had a, a cap. cap. I think control. it was
0: against Argentina, I think. Yeah. Um, but that was built on the good work of the Dragons. So he was a Cardiff player. You know, technically he was, but that was due to um, his work with really? uh, okay. the dragons. But yeah. um yeah, yeah, I'm glad he's back. It's nice to see him back for yeah, a long
2: time, sure, man. I'm can glad he's
0: getting
1: talk- Can I talk about Scarlet's now? All
2: right. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: it's,
1: it, it's it's weird. I was, I, I, like obviously Scarlett's played first on Friday, yeah. And, Started really, really well that that game. Yeah, we should have put two kicks over. We should have been well ahead. And then it all went a little bit wobbly. And then we had like three really clear opportunities that just just balls them up. And uh, Johnny uh, McNichol, uh, what the fuck was he doing? It just and uh, I don't know. I just there were times where he was. Absolutely superb. And then there were times where you're like, "That's fucking youth team stuff." Do you know what I mean? And it's really mm. that inconsistency is what is killing us at the minute. Because when we were playing in broken play, we we were just carving them open. You know, they didn't look like league leaders when when we were playing in open play, tight play. Jesus Christ, those those boys are big. They and the size of their front row, you could put their front row side by side, and they'd cover the whole of the fifteen yard. They were bloody massive, and their, their hooker literally cannot get his arms down by his side. He's he's so big, <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's flying. He rests his hands on 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 the side, and they're at like a forty five degree angle. That's the closest he can get his arms in. They are massive boys. And he's his second choice. He was his second choice hooker. He was massive. And he just ran at us constantly. I think for the first kind of 10, 15 minutes, we coped with them. And then you could just see boys slipping off tackles. And then there was space yeah. developing and this, that. And, this. and you know, I, I I took a lot of positives out of that game because I think you have to. I think, you know, we 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 should have scored at least three more tries than what we did easy with just simple we were trying to throw miss passes where we just go no just give simple pass draw the man give players in you know it was it wasn't difficult stuff but it was such a a, a big improvement on where we were against Connaught that I was quite happy I think some of that is Lee Blackett um just kind of giving the confidence. I think we just had the confidence kicked out of us over the last couple of weeks, and having that break, I said before, I think that break came at just the right time. A couple of weeks away, off to South Africa, nice sunny weather. wasn't pissing down for us. Maybe that was the problem, but I thought they competed really well. But when we when we started dropping off tackles, the Stormers were just, you know, they they they're clinical. You, you can't tell mm. if it's a second row or a center running at you. Do you know what I mean? They... Okay. I,
0: I don't know if you're going to agree with this now, Lee, right? Yeah. But I got good Scarlett's mates of mine, and they've yeah. told me there's something going on between Reese Patchell and Dwayne Peel. that they, They've had some soul falling out. I think somebody like Peel needs to suck it up, right? You need to be playing yeah. Reese Patchell from the start because your attack was a lot better. You created more opportunities, look more dangerous. I'm sorry, Dan Jones, don't cut him, mate. I don't yeah, know what I, you think of him. I, I don't rate him whatsoever. He's not good. Get Patchell at 10 from mm. the start.
1: I think, yeah, there definitely has been something going on because, you know, Patchell, mm. he's a class player. He has been inconsistent, though. And and that's, you know, every now and again, you do stuff and you go, well, well, you know, that was a simple pass. What, what was going on there? But he's deceptively quick. And he's deceptively... You know he's six foot three. He's he's actually quite a a, a big boy. You know he, he doesn't look like a traditional outside half, and he's quick. And so you you, you sometimes you look at him and you go, oh, you know this this is it. Now he's the guy is on fire because when he's on fire, he is amazing. And then I think that kind of works against him where where he has an average game. You're almost expect you you measure him against the amazing game rather than that was an average game Do you know what i mean his his mm. standards should be a lot higher so yeah i mean when he was on it was good um yeah dan jones is always going to be number 3 in my book um so why he's starting i don't know but mm. you know that is the way it's gone i think you know patches coming back from injury still they they are still nursing him over an injury they they Scared shitless, same as halfpenny. Every time half penny bloody farts in the wrong direction, he puts his oh, back he's, out he's or something. Done now, isn't he? he's done. Yeah. yeah. And and I think they're just kind of nervous of him coming back into the side getting injured. And if he gets another nasty injury, that's end of career. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I I don't know what's going on. I'd love to see him back on fire because he he was our um he was the 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 spark that set the firework off. He was. Yeah. Um and I think when Costello comes back in, you know, I think Costello's learning a massive amount from Patch. Patch, Patch is a really good coach. Yeah, we, he coaches junior teams and, and all sorts of stuff. He still coaches in Cardiff. So some of the Cardiff success is obviously coming from the fact that Patch is still coaching. You know, some of the Cardiff boys, you know. So I didn't want to say he's
2: a Cardiff boy, so I like from my story. Like <laughs> oh that. here like he goes. Here we <laughs> go. Why did you have to say the C <laughs> word? I, don't I, don't say it. Boy, like it. I think don't say it. the C that's word like primary school as well, I like it is.
1: So uh, I think <laughs> oh, oh, no, like, that's you know, he is one of those players that can change a game um and, and Dan Jones is like you say, he's a good club player but he's not he's not the kind of standard that we want he, he Dan Jones is here because he's a, a, a kicking and controlling outside half he can you know he'll put you in the right places and he'll release others he's never going to be he
0: doesn't get your backline br- moving like Pat though. he doesn't no, that's but, the problem
1: and he used to and I think that's why he's still here he used to he used to be able to okay. to bring players on um, he'd be one of the players that I wouldn't expect to see next year, genuinely. What's, he, what,
2: what's, what's the difference with him then? Like, is, he, is, he, is, he not, is he not playing as forward as Patchell can sometimes do, like play right up on the line? Or... Well, Patchell he... patch varies it, because he'll either play
1: really flat or he'll play really deep, and if he's playing yeah. really deep, he's, he's coming at pace around, you know, outside 12 or whatever, and I think Dan Jones is very kind of one-dimensional, and he's always in the same place, and if he's a little bit further back, well, it's going to kick for the corner. Yeah. And there's no variety. Where you look at somebody like Costello, you haven't got a clue what he's doing. I don't think he knows half the time. It's just there's a gap gone, bang, you know. And it doesn't matter if I'm behind my own goal line or five metres out from there. You know, he's that kind of instinctive player. Whereas I think Dan Jones is a bit more structured, a bit overcoached than anything you know, and I, I, yeah, he'd be a player that I would not be surprised to see go next year. Cause I know there's a couple of boys coming through from Academy that are really, really good tens. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised to see, I think there's, there's three boys in senior Academy that play 10. I wouldn't be surprised to see one of them switch to fullback. Um, Cause I've seen him play fullback before and we've just lost our other senior Academy fullback. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, a couple of boys starting to come through. Uh, yeah, I can't see Dan Jones being there much longer. No. So. But, you know, no. from, I thought there was a lot of positives come out of that game. Um, mm. uh, mainly because, you know, yeah, we should have scored. But, you know, just the feeling on the players' faces after the game, you know, after the Connacht game, everything was, you know, down on the floor. Everything was... You know why the hell are we playing this? You know, you can just tell the body language, the face, the way things are being said. Even Dwayne Peel, you know, when he's doing his his uh, interviews after, was just like, you know, yeah, we we didn't win. Yeah, whereas on after the the, the game on Friday, it was a bit like, do you know, what there, there were things there that we could work on. You know, we made some silly mistakes. You can correct silly mistakes and we can go forward yeah. with that. So I just think the attitude in camp is a bit better. We're back to where we need to be. Mm. So I'm hoping we can go forward with that. I mean, we're only playing the Lions yeah. next. They're a bag of shit, you know. Who who can the Lions beat? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
2: they got a good
0: outside, huh? Yeah, <laughs> they
1: have. He came yeah. through the Cardiff Academy, he did.
0: Oh, where's the Cardiff, like? I tell you, a player though I was impressed with Ascalis. There were some a number of really good individual performances. I was really impressed with Dan Davis. I really like Dan Davis. Um, I don't know why he doesn't get about the game time, but uh, I think he's really good. I thought Ryan Combia was excellent. Finished his chances. Um, I said on Twitter I probably would have had him instead of Cuthbert in the Wales squad. Personally, Mm -hmm. you know I know Cuthbert's got credit in the bank and all that, but I think Ryan Combia is a really good finisher. Um, but it just wasn't the Scarlet Knights, you know, because for all the good moments, there was some, uh, you know, pretty bad yeah, stuff they... as well. And, you know, Foxy throwing that pass into touch, that kind of summed mm-hmm. up the Scarlet Knights really, didn't it, you know?
1: Yeah, and with Dan Davis, I mean, he's literally just back from 18 months off with injury or whatever it was. Oh, OK. So Fair to enough. see him come back and play quite a strong game, you know, was mm. was impressive. Um, who was so Lazana was back from injury as well, so Davis came off, Lazana came on and he, he played all right as well. So yeah, it was it was actually quite I tell you we did have a good game was um oh, uh uh Shingler. Uh you know, for an old guy. And Shingler, yeah. Yeah, thirty or and he was Yeah, you know, he was breaking the line, he was offloading, it was a little bit like having Fafita out there and you know, it was quite impressive to see him. Still doing that. He's come back from injury. Blake Thompson came back from a head knock and he he had a, a decent uh, kind of 20, 25 minutes, whatever it was. So, yeah, I think there was a lot of good stuff out there that we, we've got something now to build on. There's, there's positivity there to build on. I can't imagine those players That's training definitely. this week and being down. Do you know what I mean? I can imagine them being actually quite upbeat and working on the positives. Try to tackle fucking something after twenty minutes, if you can. If we can, if we can just keep tackling for the whole game, I think that might actually benefit us quite substantially. But you know, it, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like that. If we can start pulling it back to where we have been um, and start playing up a, a broken game, I think, I think we we keep talking about we turn in a corner. I think we might be turning in a corner. He Said confidently, <laughs>
2: it anyway. was a lot better performance, it was a lot better to watch. It was, you know, it, 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 again yeah. going back, what I said at the start like, it, it, there's a lot more guts about all four regions this weekend. You know, there had to be, but they you know that the, like past seasons we could have so easily just uh dropped their heads and got smashed by these uh mm. massive uh, South Africans.
1: so let's yeah. let's have a little look then uh, so i've got i've got an idea now Carwin's not here to agree to this or disagree right so i thought you know we do drink of the week um at the start right and we all get to choose our drink again of week. <laughs> yeah so i thought what we do is we kind of change that up a little so three of us get to choose our drink of the week and then based on who predicts who's got the worst set of predictions for that weekend's (laughs) games, yeah? Whoever's got the worst set of predictions, the other three of us get to choose their drink of the week. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's going to be me smashed every week, isn't
1: (laughs) it? Jamie's on the
2: special (laughs) brew. Oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> What's wrong with Jamie today? Um, I did a podcast last night, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that that's my idea. So, but it, what it means is I have got to write down everybody's predictions, and I'm I, I crap at that bit. So, let's have a look then. So, Friday night, um, the Sharks and the Ospreys at the Hollywood Bet's Kingswood Park. <clears throat> which is the best name. Awful
2: name for the ground, isn't it? Absolutely oh, awful name for the ground. Where are
1: you off to this uh, week? Hollywood Bear. It's so...
2: Uh, Hollywood I Bear, could do yeah. it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the Sharks are going to come back strongly. I can't imagine them playing a game like that again. Uh, especially oh, if uh, the weather improves as well and they've got like, a harder ground to run on. Um, it's it's going to be a, a tough match for Osprey. So I'm going to I'm going, say, I'm going to say the sharks by
1: 15. I'm going to write this down now so we can do this next week. Yeah. So, uh, uh, right. Reese sharks by 15. Okay. My face okay.
2: is that of a man bracing himself.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> special brew, James. Uh, special
0: brew. now. No.
1: James, so uh, sharks and ospreys.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be difficult for Ospreys. We touched on it earlier, sharks got point to prove, embarrassed humiliated at home, I I do fear for the Ospreys, especially if they bring back the likes of Cully C at and all the South African uh, Springbok players. Um yeah, I gotta I, I actually agree with you. I, I think fifteen as well. 15, fifteen points.
1: Okay. I think they'll be lucky to keep them to fifteen. I really do. I, I think it's a paste in and after. It's either going to go, they're either going to like totally implode and just like throw the pans out and, and nobody's going to want to play sort of a thing. And the Ospreys will, will win it quite comfortably. Or they're going to respond and come back in with a big one and it's going to be 35, 40 odd points. And, um, because it's the Ospreys, I'm going to go with a 35-40 points win for the Sharks, just because it's the Ospreys. If it was you boys, I might have a little bit more respect, but because it's the Ospreys, nah, fuck them. So I'm going to go with 35 points uh, for the for the Sharks. 35 point win for the Sharks. Just uh, and when Carwin asks, I'm going to tell him it was 50. <laughs> just just to wind him up. <laughs> so. Who's next? So that's on BBC Two, I think. Yeah, it says it's on BBC. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
2: fantastic!
1: So uh, Saturday midday kickoff for the Dragons against the Stormers. So, yeah. and their stadium's in Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium. That's better. Yeah, yeah. better than the uh, Swansea Stadium, Swansea dot com Stadium, and. So, Stormers and Dragons. Jay.
0: Yeah, I'm worried about this one. I think it's going to be a big blowout. Um, I know not I'm wrong, but um, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a very difficult afternoon for the Dragons. Um, I'm going to have to go for Stormers by at least 25. Ooh. Not confident at all, yeah. I think it's going to be very, very difficult. I just hope we can have the likes of Bradley and Leon Brown and Ashton you know, I think we need Rodri back as well and our front five really struggled against the Lions and if it's the same front five again, against the Stones, it's right? going to be a yeah. It's it's just going to go ugly. It really is. So uh, 25, okay. Reece, what's, uh, what's twenty five, unfortunately.
1: Chutney. Okay, Reese, would you
0: go with twenty?
1: Twenty, right? So you're <laughs> Yeah,
2: just,
1: uh, just clarify. <laughs> just clarify. I... <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's going to be tough for a minute. It's going to be tough. Yeah, But, (laughs) you know, I just, I keep hoping that somebody's going to pull off one of those. I think Cardiff pulled off one of those games uh, um, Mm. against the Sharks. Um, Is it going to happen for the Dragons? I I want him to say yes, because I want to see them kinda of keep progressing. But if I start predicting a dragon's win, oh Jamie's just gonna it's just gonna rip me to pieces. Yeah, don't do <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> No, I I I'm gonna go with twenty again. Just yeah. I I fear it may be more, but yeah, twenty mm. on that
2: one. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh next up then was what did I missed. Yeah. Cardiff. we have Cardiff? Oh there we go. Right. So Cardiff are on S4C at six o'clock. Uh against the Bulls. So mm-hmm. go on then, Reese. What's your what's your this is genuinely where you get to talk about Cardiff again now, mate?
2: Uh, Heart and head, yeah. <laughs> um in the interest of not drinking special brew the week after, <laughs> um I'm gonna uh, go for the bulls. Um I can't, I can't, watching them play uh, and that sort of brand of rugby with those big lads, that are so skillful as well, running at such pace. Um, the way they attack just looks amazing. So I'm going to say Bulls oh, by, 10. by 10. Was it Bulls
1: by 10 or was it Bulls by 10? By Bulls
2: by 10. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Well, if if our pack fronts up again, we've got a smaller pack, but uh, um, that defensive effort, you know, we, it was against a very awful shark side. But it was, um, it was a big it. massive effort.
1: <laughs> now we admit. Now we he's had an hour. And now, now you're threatening it's... me
2: with um, you said eight
1: percent on a I'm all in favor of Cardiff winning, but special brew is where I'll draw my lines. So. <laughs> <not> like, yeah. <laughs> Jane, what's, what's your prediction? Eh,
0: do you know why I'm going to go for Cardiff because why not? They're on that oh, high, geez. they're playing good rugby, you know, that performance could be a season defining moment for them. I really do think that. Um, it would be typical Cardiff for them to get you know absolutely blown away because like you said you know, they are inconsistent that is part of the problem that's yeah. a Cardiff thing that's been happening yeah. for a long time I've always said they're consistently inconsistent but mm-hmm. um, yeah why not why not yeah Cardiff by two
1: by two, two. That's, that's an yeah. adventurous narrow win, win that is by two a narrow win that's by two if, if it's pissing
0: down with rain <laughs> that's even better Cardiff want to like I said do the rain dance and hope it's raining because they seem <laughs> to play really when it's raining so it's, when it's pissing down yeah, absolutely.
1: There'd be a whole lot of blokes with hoses stood round the top.
2: Kind of... <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah, I actually think Cardiff will will take them, um, and I, I genuinely do. I'm I'm going for a ten point win to Cardiff. Yeah, I just think that the the positivity that's in the camp at the minute, um, you know, the kind of away from the 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 Welsh cauldron where everything just kind of crawls in on you and um I think that that freedom they they brought some really really like that that squad that goes that's gone down there has got some really good players in and I just I think the the quality is there for them to nick another one. So yeah it's a ten point yeah. win for for me. Ten points. Ooh. Ten points, yeah I I How much I did it hurt to
2: say that boys? How much did it hurt? I quite like special. You're enjoying
0: this, you know. He's loving this. Look at the smile on his face. Upset, isn't he loves it not he? his
2: face I is do. just. Oh that... my god! I, it's hurting. It's, it's it's like you know, like uh, oh, watching it yesterday, like talking about him, like I'm, 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 he's you know, back on the Cardiff game. <laughs> how's your day? Ha, ha, how's your day been? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have to give you a shot, Ed. and I passed it over to my daughter. Like, like, speak to mum. Speak to mum. <laughs>
0: Uh, he can't help himself. Did he? Any he opportunity? Can't, uh, just cannot help himself. We, we're about to do it's the like predictions
1: for the Lions versus the Scarlets game, and you're still pulling it back.
0: Bring so on Cardiff. <laughs>
1: Oh, fucking class, man, class. Right, <laughs> so before Jamie finds, uh, before we finds something else to uh, to talk about Cardiff, Jamie, what's your prediction for Lions versus Scarlets, mate?
0: This is a winnable game for the Scarlets. Even though they're really struggling at the moment, I uh, I actually think the Scarlets can take the Lions because if Dragon can push them close, I, I generally think, you Know the Scarlets can they are the most winnable team on this tour, like right, you know, against the Lions, they are the weakest, they're a very good team. But mm-hmm. this is one where you feel that you could beat, you know, so um, yeah, I, I generally believe the Scarlets I, I can see them winning it, I really can. Um, but I want to see Patchel at 10, I want to see a better team selection. Um, yeah, do you know I'll, why not say um, Scarlets by five? Okay. Yeah, let's go for Scarlets by five.
1: Scarlet's by five, and I'll I'll pass your message back to Dwayne Peel and I'm telling... Please do. Jamie says, because this yeah. is how you win by five. So, yeah, cool. Reece? Um I might have to go
0: for the Lions.
2: Ah! Uh...
0: Oh, you shit out. You <laughs> had to spoil the positive. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> Look how happy he is with himself, though. <laughs> Listen,
2: um, I would saying, yeah, Lions by five.
1: Lions by five. Oh, okay. Well, I'm obviously going to predict Scarlet's win, but I'm thinking Scarlet's by 10. Um, I, just, I think.
0: You have predicted Scarlet's to lose, by the way. Lee. It's like every nope. game you predicted protected Never. to win.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, have <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have it Yeah, I'm trying to think back. Nope. Nope. Not happening. to
2: Nope, never taking blind <laughs> optimism to whole new levels. That, like, all of us are
0: blind optimists, yeah. <laughs> it's diluted stuff from isn't it? It's, it's typical one I turk diluted well, nonsense. That's I
1: just I mean. think it's, it's having confidence in the players and knowing that at some point it's going to come right, and uh, just it's that perpetual optimism that this is the game that everything's going to change and it's just going to come right. And um, yeah, I did, there were enough signs last week. You know things are starting to come back to where they were. Um I, I just hope we keep going with it because we have a habit of, of playing well for a couple of games and then fucking it all up and going right back down where we were. So let's hope that this is one where we, this is our season. This is the start of our season. Forget where we are up to okay. now. This is the start of our season. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll even not... be lions
0: by twenty five now. Start of our season, get battered by the Lions.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right. Gents, I think we are done for this evening. Um, Pleasure as always. So just a reminder to everybody that we've got a second pod this week to fill in all the Welsh stuff. So we'll review the Wales-Australia game. I mean Jamie's already written six sides of A4 ready uh, just in notes of stuff to to, to go that's off. That's just on with.
2: Twitter.
1: That's, <laughs> yeah that's, that's in 140s <laughs> burst. I was busy
0: this weekend. This fit so I was busy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta get on it, man.
2: I gotta get on it. So yeah.
1: uh yeah, so there will be um another one with a rather special guest. Um we we got some. Mm. We're starting to get some really good guests, boys. I think it's because yes, yeah. people have seen Jamie's face and they go, "Oh, he's a bit tasty." I'll go and join that that pod. I think that's what it is. He's got that kind of face about him. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, you know. I do want to say that, but yeah, you
2: know. <laughs> know. For this. Yeah. <laughs> good looking one
0: my... <laughs> I'll say you much, oh, boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the competition
1: isn't stiff, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, gents, pleasure as always Gents, and we will do this you, again guys. On mid, on Wednesday And uh, uh, enjoy your rugby We'll catch up then All the best yeah, nice all nice.
0: Cheers Da-da.
1: Da-da. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it enough to come back next week and listen again. So please do subscribe, rate, and review the pod as it really helps us on most of the platforms that we appear on. You can keep the conversation going on Twitter and Facebook by searching for us or WRAP, W R R A P, or you can email us on Welsh Regional Rugby Pod at gmail.com. Dot com. We'll be back next week to do some more of the same. We hope you'll come and enjoy us, and in the meantime, enjoy your rugby.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.